Okay, kids, let's go. There has been an awakening. Have you felt it? I think I did. Hello, what have we here? You guys are so funny. Hello. Holy shit. Thanks, C3 Penis Face and R2 Dead. <laughs> Hello there. Hello there. You can bounce them when you have, I would say. <laughs> May the force be with us. Fucking A. And on this day, henceforth, you shall be known. He doesn't say and on this day. <laughs> Henceforth, forthcoming of the brethren, founders of the three. Is this before or after they like duplicate his voice nine times and pitch shift it down like three octaves? Ooh. I was <laughs> sorry. I have a memory of that scene. I pulled a clip of audio for something. And there was just like a 10 second gap where nothing was happening and it was just his breathing. <laughs> God. It's Day just him galaxy. there like choking on his own breath while there's like some weird undertone. Yeah. Well, what else is he supposed to say? I pledge myself to your teachings. Sweet, man. Go kill those fucks. Hell yes, bro. <laughs> I've been waiting for this moment for 30 goddamn years. Good day, galaxy. Rogue's watching podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks for being here with us. We're live once again. I am Mopar. I am Commander Cody. We had a uh, bomb drop. A small bomb, but a bomb. Drop yeah. uh, some information about uh, episode nine that changes. I'm unenthusiastic about the drop of the bomb. You know, it, does, it doesn't It does change the movie, but it does kind of just... Change the stakes a little bit. Yeah, yeah it just... It, yeah. A lot. From ribeye to T-bone. Guys, sometimes that's a Mopar line right there. I've been practicing. Steaks. <laughs> medium rare. Always. Actually, I always get a medium well. What? Yeah. I like mine cooked a little bit. If we can be friends anymore, that's fine. Applications are open for. Sign up, petition to get Mopar thrown off the show because <laughs> of his steak preference. <laughs> steak preference. It's bigger than steaks, man. It's all prepared meat. Beef, I should say. I go medium rare on the burgers too. I don't. It really doesn't matter to me that much. It does matter though. The wife gets it well done. Ew. I don't. It doesn't. Uh, I'll eat a burger one way or the other. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Loading up ketchup and we're sliding it down the agophysis. <laughs> agophysis. All right, back to uh, your bomb drop moment. Are you gonna explain it? Or are you gonna tease it? Are we gonna talk about it first? Something serious went down. Pull up this fucking famed list that we keep hearing so much about. I no, something something serious went down. Some uh, background stuff on Palpatine. It's just one paragraph in episode nine. Novel. It is very small, but it's uh, a big. There's a lot of meaning behind it, I guess. But that's all I'm gonna say. We'll, we'll hold up. You say meaning or memeing, memeing with one of them with a G in it. Meme. Memeing. Memeing. Tendan. <laughs> I was memeing. Uh, episode two, 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 two,
I always forget. Yep. Nothing eventful happens on leap day, at least in my life. So. Um. Yeah, we had the second episode of Clone Wars drop. You said you watched it. I did watch it yesterday when I got back from northeastern Ohio. I have not partaken yet. Yeah. It's not something I'm on fucking schedule with. Like the Mandalorian, Game of Thrones, sign me the fuck up. That night, I'm scheduling nothing else so I can do this. Clone Wars is like Clone Wars. I'll get to it. I'm yeah. much more excited about watching this season of Clone Wars than I am like catching up on Rebels. Admittedly. Yeah, because it's new. It's new and fresh. It's always exciting to see the new stuff. Well, and it, you're getting so close to like episode three. Mm-hmm. That uh, we're going to see some overlap, which is going to be cool. I hope we see some overlap. That's the question. If we don't, then it'll be a huge lockdown. I'm not going to sit here and lie. If we don't have overlap with three, then why did they make the last season in the first place? True. I think that's the question. Um, you have yeah. failed! I mean, they have... I hate to be that person that says, like, well, in Legends, they did this, so I hope it has to be that good. But, I mean, as short as those little bits were in the original Clone Wars animated... The fact that it led up to Grievous leading the siege on Coruscant and capturing the Chancellor, it's pretty fucking epic. So, like, no, that's what are we going to lead to by the end of Season 7? Because it better be that. I agree, man. If if you're going to go out of your way to, to finish off the fucking series, and it... Chronically, it ends right into Episode 3. Why the fuck wouldn't you do? Like, there's no point to doing this. Chronically. Chronologies. Yes. Yeah, that's that's what I'm hoping for. I don't know. I think if I had been 100% refreshed on the storylines, then the first two episodes would have been a little more meaningful for me. But I'm kind of um, I'm out of touch, I, w- I would say. But it is Star Wars, so I feel like I should be getting some sort of reaction from the, the material. We'll see. I don't know. I'm going to give it some chances. What? What are you squinting? About? I was. I'm trying to think. <laughs> what? <laughs> it. Have we not seen Grievous yet? In these first two episodes, no, not yet. Well, in all the clone, yeah. So the newer version, not the Tatarovsky. Tatarovsky. Yeah, he's been. In, he's been in the whole thing. He's been in there since like episode three. In this whole, in this series of. Yeah. I don't remember really. So I guess I'm not that out of touch. I'm way. You yeah. Forgot one of the main characters. <laughs> Are there well, lightsabers in this one? I can't remember. <laughs> no, no joke. I just remember like a lot of Anakin, uh, Ahsoka, Obi-Wan stuff, a lot of Maul, Savage, and Asajj, and Dooku. That's like 100% what I remember about this entire cartoon. I mean, that I don't, is a lot, yeah. I don't remember Grievous being in this one. I, I just think... remember him, him being <clears throat> so heavy in, in, in the original. I think there just is a... Well, that was when he was introduced. He was murdering people. That's the one. Now they turned him into a coughing hack bot. Wait, so they they <laughs> re... I don't know if he's coughing yet. I'm just saying, like, they turned him into kind of a blundering fool. That sucks. In the first one, he was murdering everyone. In this one, he's like, oh, he gets foiled at every turn by the Jedi and Ahsoka. Like, Ahsoka's fighting Grievous. Like, come on. Oh, wow. Come on, what are you talking about? Yeah, I don't know. There must be something about animation that just doesn't hit me. Doesn't hit me where it's supposed to. But I'm watching this and I'm just like, I don't know, flat faced. Yeah, that's how I watched. <laughs> like I'm just watching it for plot points. That's how I watched every episode of 
Rebel so far. I just stare at it. I've never saw like sat there and been like, oh, that's cool. It's just like. But I feel like a bad fan. For you know how that. I feel is I'm like, when does this episode end? <laughs> <laughs> is this the episode where they uh, attack Coruscant uh, or what? You What's know, happening? I don't. I don't want to be that Star Wars fan, but it just that's the one one piece of Star Wars that never hit me was the cartoons. <sighs> um, it's okay. I went back. What What do you think is the least least criticized of the new films? Of the new films, Rogue One. Thank you. It's the best one. Didn't say that. No, but I <laughs> uh, no, I I completely agree because when I was watching it, you know, I don't feel like anybody has large gripes about it. It's like uh, the characters didn't really hit me. You know, they 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 I didn't really feel for the characters. It's yeah, like, I have okay, some gripes in that but, in that region. But it's not like major characters are an issue. There's no like major plot issues. The filming, the sets were great. Mm-hmm. You know, I I personally like the characters, but and I for it being in that timeline again, it they do a good job, man. I'm I'm like kind of all for it because they lose. No, so. they did a great job. I think the reason that it gets the least criticism is because. It's a bunch of original trilogy stuff. And everyone's like, oh, fuck, yeah, original trilogy. So that's my that's my observation from the outside. But that's not what I was asking for. You know what I'm saying? Like, you that's, have, but you that's not Curtis, what I wanted. But you, oh, I know what you mean. And you still enjoy it. And I still, yeah, it's my favorite. Is a yeah, a testament to the movie itself. I know what you mean. Yeah, you know, I, I put on the commentary to it. Um, no, I lied. I watched uh, Rogue One last week, loved it, even more so. It's I just I just love it. I love Krennic. I love how Krennic's, he's be, yep. I love how he's belittled by the one and fucking only Tarkin. I I love K two and Cassian. You know when my first handful of watch throughs, I really didn't care about Cassian, but he's starting to. I'm really starting to dig his character, man, and. He's been in it. Don't fucking tell me what I know or what I've been through. You don't know mm. me. Like, Jin, you've done, you've been your dirty self since six years old. <laughs> slut, dirty, slutting your yeah, way. So. Slutting your way through life. <laughs> but, uh, and Saul Guerrero, man, that's a, that's a biggin. Slutting your way through life. That's what you got to do sometimes, though. Yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm a fan of Rogue One. I'm a, I'm a fan, for sure. I'm doing that slouching thing. I'm trying to just, like, stay. I just lean one way or the other, and usually it's forward, which people call a slouch. I know, I just go like this. You know, you're getting old as I have knots in my shoulders and back, and I had my wife like just like elbowing my back for like 20 minutes a couple days ago. I'm still sore from it. <laughs> like, I got up this morning, I was like, what in the fuck? A massage, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But she, she, yeah. Uh, we, oh. She was going to town. I mean, literally, the knees and the elbows. She, well, she like her hands aren't strong enough. I'm like, just fucking beat, beat on me. Attack my back, <laughs> please. Punish it. Attack my back, please, and my front if you want. If you're up for that too. <laughs> um, yeah, but wrapping it all, Rogue One. I rewatched. I it's posture and Star Wars. Fantastic. Um, K two hits me. Even, I mean, just as hard, man. I know he's going out, and for him to give up and like, yeah, it's so good, so sad. Um, I started watching the commentary to episode eight. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, is uh, you know what? The good one or the bad one? <laughs> what? Sorry, we we did that first recording where it was. Oh, not our commentary. 
actual oh. Ryan Johnson commentary. <laughs> okay, sorry, my bad. Got a little too uh, self-involved there for a second. Um, yeah. H- had you not watched it before? You no, know, no, I hadn't. You know what? I started it and gave up. There's something about Ryan Johnson's voice. I'm like, oh God, thank God you're behind the camera. <laughs> I feel bad saying that, but some people like my He's, voice is um, my voice is annoying enough. But uh, his, I was like, ooh, I can't can't get through this one. Um, but I put it on kind of in the background. He's got this, like a slight gravelly, gravelly and then nerdy. So he's like, yeah. I, I actually think I'm like, dude, just stop thinking. You need to clear your throat. <laughs> Cough it up, hack it up, whatever. I love you, Ryan. Don't worry about it. Um, some of the decisions. Let me just say this. In large part, a lot of the fanboys that had issues with episode eight were direct decisions by Ryan. Mm-hmm. And some of them that he said, he was like, and I fought to keep this in. You know, everybody was telling me no, but this, I wanted it in. And I was like, you should have got rid of it. <laughs> like, give me an example. Um, like Luke Chuck and the Saber? Luke Chuck and the Saber was, he's like, oh, I thought it was perfect and blah, blah, blah. I, I wanted that in there. Blah. I was like, Jesus, that was questionable to say the least. Um, I don't, I'm trying to think that there was another, I mean, he was making decent points. You know, one of my favorite things was um, Rose's sister when she was, he, he was talking heavily about the drop of the, the trigger remote, yeah. the remote. And he's like, it's one of those old war film tricks where you make two seconds last 20. And it's yeah. like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, I kind of like the, you know, yeah. the background of that. Yeah. Uh, but he said, um, he was taking inspiration from a movie. He actually, and he said there was a list of movies, but he only he only uh, mentioned one. Have you ever heard of or seen Twelve O'clock Noon or Twelve O'clock High? Maybe it was Twelve O'clock Noon, Twelve O'clock High. It was an old war movie, I guess. Um, that makes sense. Star Wars taking inspiration from a war movie. Yeah, but it, he said like the the so like the style of the bombers and. The bombs themselves, and like he he was pulling that inspiration. So it's nice to just like it's not just random. Um, no, he's very and, intentional. And he said even even so that when she presses the button and they and the bombs drop, those bombs aren't CGI. He said those were props that we actually dropped out of this fucking thing. I'm like, God damn, that's sweet. Like to go to that extent. There's so much. I mean. I don't know. I feel like we've beat the horse over the last two years talking about Last Jedi, but there's so much in that movie that's like some of the best Star Wars and some of the best filmmaking that you'll ever see. Some of the worst decisions. But there are some bad decisions. I would I will agree with that. But they're bad decisions from a Star Wars standpoint, not from like a filmmaking standpoint. You know? Uh, I think, uh, yeah. I mean, from a storytelling standpoint, I think there there's a lot of issues. But directing, sound design, style... Uh, uh, filming like all that stuff is pretty on point. Um, yeah, I mean, it's more than pretty on point. One of the things I really liked was he was discussing Luke's position and in his mindset, and he's like, "We all know, like, like it was preset that Luke had um, exiled himself on this island, but we don't know why. Like, and we have to like put meat behind it." Yeah. The quote he said was. Um, and he was saying it like as he was Luke Skywalker, he was like, the Jedi are not helping. They're just, uh, perpetuating this cycle. They need to go away so the, that the light can rise from a more worthy source. And I was like, fuck. 
The Jedi need to go away so the light can rise from a more worthy source. Ryan said that. Ryan said that. And we're worried about him directing Star Wars. Yeah. I think that's what I've gathered after watching it so many times, listening to commentary, watching YouTube videos, that there's just small instances where it's like his choice to make Luke flippantly throw his lightsaber that bothers people so much that it distracts them from like the major message of what he did with that entire film. I think he understands Star Wars on a very deep level that a lot of people that would jump into the franchise maybe don't. I think he gets it. I think he gets what George was like trying to explain and dealing with all the material that we've had so far and like the fall of the Jedi and the prequels and everything. Like I think he understands really what the true intention of Star Wars is. Yeah, I think I'm still on the fence. I, I love the movie. I'll watch it all day. I don't, you know, but, uh, I don't know, man. I just don't know. They just, but don't want the small, tiny. I mean, Lucas well, no, made some fuck ass decisions too. You know, well, yeah, absolutely. And that's, I'm not, I'm not shitting on him or shitting on the movie or like picking him out or just shitting to shit. <laughs> do you shit to shit sometimes? I mean, that's only the only time I do. Sorry for our non visual listeners. I just buried, buried my <laughs> forehead. I buried my forehead in my hands in embarrassment. No, I don't shit the shit. Um, like it's it's some of the small stuff that they that they uh decided like he was talking about Hux and being on the bridge of the Star Destroyer and he's yeah. and he's like, Well, me and the decision makers are creative people. Like, how are we gonna separate this Star Destroyer from all the other Star Destroyers that we've ever seen? Like we want we gotta we gotta differentiate it a little bit just to make it different. Snoke's or the all of them. Okay, all the first order stuff. He's like, I didn't want to just do the same thing over again, even though basically it is another Star Destroyer, just upgraded. Yeah, and he's like, well, we'll just put red lights. Every ship, every bridge that's the first order, there's red lights, like an overlying red lights, um, like when that guy I f- always forget his name, fire on the base. Oh yeah, Captain Kennedy. Kennedy. He's pissed. But there's you, you notice like after he said that I looked and I'm like god damn there's like no white light like there's no actual lights everything's just red. Right. I'm like oh like that's so cool. Yeah. But I see the cool thing is the shitty and the cool thing is I would have never really like picked that out if I didn't watch the commentary and he he say that. Like I knew Well that's why commentary is cool. Yeah. Like I I know that it was different and I and maybe subconsciously I didn't like say it's different but like we're on board. We're on the bridge. We know where we are, where we're at, and we know it's different. Right. I, don't know. I thought you cool. intrinsically feel. Yeah. Yes. That's what I think is really good about it, and those are the kind of elements that make that movie as good as it is. That people just tend to forget about that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I, I only got about a uh, an hour into the commentary. Why did he milk that walrus? He was thirsty. That's five seconds. <laughs> and I know it's fucking weird. And they went really detailed on that nipple. <laughs> All four of them. Areolums. <laughs> I think they spent way too much time in the creature department on the nips on that walrus. But come on. Like, overall, I mean. Didn't they spend like a million dollars to fly the walrus's <laughs> ass over to the island? Like, the money spent to get the get the walrus in. <laughs> They had to fire one of their production assistants to make room in the budget for that fucking walrus. Yeah. The siren. 
Yeah, I don't know. I think there's just small creative decisions that I probably disagree with, but on the whole picture, it's like inconsequential. Yeah. Is how I would say it. That's my thing. Yeah. You know, the other small thing that he mentioned, like we always see R2 fixing Luke's Luke's starfighter, his X-Wing from the outside. So he gets blown up. Well, he always gets shot, but he never dies. So like when when R2 is trying to fix Luke's X-Wing, it's always from the outside. And he said, I, I thought it would be cool if BB-8 went into the inside and tried to fix it. I was like, you know, I never really thought about it, but it is a fucking cool little thing, isn't it? Yeah. I love it. And he talks shit. Well, go ahead. My, I was going to say Michael here is saying um, superhero movies and stuff are a new myths, which is cool, but we should at least demand quality myth. The movies they make now are mass produced for the lowest common denominator. I I feel like it's the opposite, that the common denominator is so high now. There's so much expectation, so much on, on the stage that it's like one you do one thing wrong and everything blows it out of the proportion. Like, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, expectations are at a maximum. I mean, name a perfect movie. Interstellar? And Joker. There's only two ever made. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I, I understand why it might seem like that. I mean, there's how many Avengers movies? Like, I get that that might be the surface interpretation of that. But if you look at the amount of, you know, time and money and investment and, and love and care that people put into making those, I think it's obvious. And it might take watching the director commentary to kind of realize that. But I think it's obvious that they care a crazy amount about the franchise. Like, Disney didn't buy... I know it's a business, so they want to make money. I get that part. But they didn't buy Lucasfilm specifically just because it was like a short-term monetary decision. Like they bought it because they care about the IP of Star Wars and they are really good at storytelling and they think they can move it forward as far as an intellectual property goes. And they have. And they, I think they look, really have. Look, even if you hate everything Disney, they've pushed it forward. Oh, yeah. Because there was absolutely nothing happening with Star Wars. Yeah, it was about to be fizzled out, you know. Which, could you imagine, what? could you imagine be sitting here 15 years after episode three and still nothing? I'd be sad. be a whole new world. We would not have a podcast. No, we wouldn't. We would, we'd have nowhere to go, yeah. I'd probably live in Canada. I would also say, I would also say that they care so much about the story and about the people that are involved in making the story that... They didn't fire Ryan Johnson. And in fact, he's getting his own goddamn set of movies. If they cared that much about like what the reaction and what the backlash was over the movie, after Last Jedi came out, they would have canceled his you know, project to have an entire trilogy of movies. Well, I wonder because it, it wasn't like his trilogy that he wrote. He went into the middle of a trilogy and did his movie. Right. And then he stepped the fuck back. So it's like all these major decisions... You can't change. You can tweak the storylines a little bit. But he had to live with what he he, started with. Exactly. Well, he had to live with what J.J. gave him. Yeah. I think, and as we see, like, uh, Knives Out. Like, that's that's a movie that I think he wrote and directed. Knives Out? Yeah. Beginning and the end? Awesome. I mean, it was... Did you see it? Oh, yeah. I saw it weeks ago. Oh, I thought last time we talked you hadn't seen it. No, you don't listen to me. 
Um, it wasn't on your list, so I didn't catch it. Sorry. <laughs> well, I'll send you the list. But, uh, I mean, there's the potential, like, from beginning to end, like, we, we can see him grow, introduce a character, grow it, turmoil, all this shit, and then yeah. end. We know he didn't have that luxury. So True. But he did a goddamn good job with what he did have. Well, the you know, he was talking about, the like, the character of Poe, for example. And how, like, episode seven kind of set Poe up as a hero. Like, he fucking flew in, Takadana, blew everything up. That's one hell of a dickhead. We all know. <laughs> but he's like, I'd, I'd love to twist, like, your mind your mind on, in your perception of Poe. And while he's a good hero, he's not a good leader. And, mm-hmm. and that's going to be the turmoil or right. the, the whatever, the hill to climb for that character. Which I thought it was a great... It's such a slight thing, but it's a big thing, and in that character's, you know, well, he had scheme. to do something. I mean, remember, Poe was not supposed to be around, so if he was going to stick through the entire trilogy, he couldn't just be an ace pilot and go in and win all the time. There's no depth there. There's nothing for us to follow. Yeah, you know, like Wedge, except for seeing. Well, Wedge is kind of like a side character. Poe is one of the main characters. That's true. But for us to go in and like Poe always just go, does great stuff in battle and wins. Like, there's nothing for us to really care about. Except for cool action sequences. He needs some character depth, which he got because of what Ryan did. So, so Michael here in the chat, I know what you... I think I know what you're trying to say. I just think you're maybe looking at surface level of all of these franchises that have been rebooted. And maybe go a little bit deeper. I guess that's my two cents. Shinobi you can't. Is. So, Mike, you can't take the corporation out of Star Wars because Star Wars is a corporation. I don't even understand. Like the, you're saying like a director should make a movie 100% on his own terms, but it's not his movie to make because Star Wars is already set up. I don't know. Like that's the whole thing about Star Wars. Do you think there would be something like, like what DC's doing with their movies? How sure there's within the realm of the universe, but they're not connected in any way. Like, do you think well, that would, that's exist? actually a good example for what Michael was talking about. Like, I feel like DC really did try to play into what's popular, what's working, what's good instead of what is right for the DC franchise. And that bit them in the ass with things like suicide squad and justice league. And now they're realizing that they need to do things that play into what DC stands for and like what the stories are meant for. They're like, Joker needs to be this. You direct the movie. You do what you need to do. We'll stay out of your way. And then you get results of movies like The Joker. Yeah. You know I mean, I mean? They, they Instead had... of them trying to meddle in everything and like focus group it and make it exactly what audi- they think audiences want, which is never the way to do anything. Yeah, but they. I feel like they've been doing very well. Their Suicide Squad's a ter- I mean, obviously a, a bad movie, but... And Justice League, though. I mean, those are the two movies that out of the past decade that I feel like are Yeah, I mean, bad. overall, they still have been good. But if you compare that to other track records, I don't know. Even that's a point of view thing, though, because someone could look at the Star Wars track record and say, well, based on the fan opinion, it's not doing so hot because Solo was a bomb and Last Jedi sucked and Last Jedi, or then Rise of Skywalker split 50-50. Well, it depends on what you think success is. Because didn't yeah, they already get their the money back for the purchase already in five years? Yeah, it depends on the metrics. Yeah, I think they got their money back from Lucasfilm after Solo came out. So, I don't know. Yeah, I. it's from a certain point of view, bro. I think they've been doing good. That's all I can say. I've enjoyed it. I've been a lifelong uh, fan of Star Wars, and 
I've really enjoyed what Disney's done. Nothing's perfect, but they've done a fucking good job. Yeah. And we're cracking the surface, or we'll see what happens. I am excited for the uh, the novelization of Episode Nine to come out. Yeah, very excited. To say the least. Those are usually pretty good. Last thing before we move on here from Mr. Michael. Uh, his last comment here says, these movies make buckets of money, but they are forgettable. I would disagree with that. That's kind of just your own opinion on what you enjoy in the theater. But they're definitely not forgettable. No, it's, we got a whole fucking trilogy. Kylo Ren is not forgettable. He's one, He's the best <laughs> character in Star Wars, and he's from the Disney era. And that's obviously my opinion, but you can't argue with his performance or the arc of the character. So. Yeah. Yeah. What what movie do we have not next coming out? Obi. Entertaining is a point of view, Anakin. Leave us. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Next movie, uh, what? Star Wars movie? Yeah, is it an Obi Kenobi's? They haven't announced it. Well, that's a series. The next movie is twenty twenty two, but they haven't announced what it is. The next series are going to be Cassian Andor and then Kenobi. So. Yeah, Cassie, and I, that's the next like actual visual thing we're going to be getting. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Well, Mandalorian Season 2. Did you see... I, I keep hearing leaks and shit that there's there's a confirmed like five seasons of Mando, which is outrageous to me. I saw that too. I don't know if it's true. It can't be. Even if it is confirmed, it's going to be canceled later. What? Are you canceling? Do you? <laughs> Good day, Galaxy. Are you gaming at all? Um, yeah, I've been I've been rocking Battlefront. Yeah, I took a little bit of a hiatus from Skyrim. Um, I got to a really good po- point, and then I had some work stuff. I couldn't play for a week or two, and then it just was hard for me to get back into it. So that's kind of on hiatus. But yeah, the new Battlefront update was really, really good. I've been having a lot of fun with that. Played a little bit last night. I'm going to play a little bit after this podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah, very happy. I booted up uh, um, KOTOR again. Man, is it good. KOTOR is good. I'm doing a classic Fem, Femreven, Dark Side. And, but this time, instead of doing double or two singles, I'm doing a double. Cool. I can't, I can't wait. I'm already running around making everybody fear me, and they're just standing <laughs> back, and they won't attack, and I just cut everybody up. How long did it take you to get off Terrace? 25 minutes. No, I, uh, I'm, I'm not- always torn on if I want to grind it and just get more experience and save it for when I do become a Jedi or if I want to just get the hell out of there as fast as possible. You know, I just kind of took my time. I didn't want to do a speed run. I want to soak in the, the game again, um, which is, man, it, it, it holds up surprisingly well. Um, some of the cutscenes are really bad. Some of the cutscenes are really good. So I want to pull something up here. And it's not KOTOR, but it reminded me of KOTOR. And it is, uh, let's see, let's go to my recently watched. <clears throat> big Butts? Mm-hmm. What is? What are the recently watched here? Uh, big Butts and Huge Tits and <laughs> Giant Star Wars Cleavage. And <laughs> <laughs> you know, all, all, the, all that fun stuff. Qui-Gon Nude. Qui-Gon Nude leaks. So I was watching um, Final Fantasy VII remake footage, uh, and I know you're not really a Final Fantasy fan, but VII, they've been working on this remake for a very long time, 
and obviously it's a fan favorite and everything but i was watching some footage of the remake and the way that combat is and how it's a blend of like you actually being in the action and also turn-based and it just reminded yeah. me of kotor and i was just thinking as i was watching it like i really would like a new kotor Sorry. Like an action turn base. Like it's like it's a little more interactive than um, than the original Kotor was, but it's still turn based. And if you want to use an ability, time slows down, and you can like select your attacks, change your targets, use an item, and stuff like that. But the way that it was displayed, I was watching. I was like, this should be Kotor three. Yeah, they should bring it back, or they should do Knights of the High Republic or something like that in this kind of combat style because who the fuck doesn't like kotor there isn't a star wars fan on the planet that doesn't like kotor yeah it's such a unique game well and it's it's actually difficult like i truly to this day don't understand completely some of the D D rules that yeah are, that are like at the basis of the game yeah like saving throws like i don't know what that is but i know it's very important so like if i can add saving throws i do it but it's like we're like glass armor was like building her character. I didn't even push her in one way or the other. I just kind of let her fail. Because, <laughs> well, because that game is if you don't do it the right way, it's difficult. You try to go through with blasters and shit, you're gonna fucking fail. Right. Um. Well, kind of from a certain point of view. You've never beat the game with just using blasters. You've never got. Well, once beyond, you get your Jedi powers, you're not gonna use blasters anymore. I'm just saying I'm, you can. Well, can you? Challenge accepted. Do it. Guess what I'm doing after the podcast? <laughs> First, Blasters of Force Powers. Do it. Try. No lightsaber. You're yeah. It's tough, man. All right, I'll try it. Let's do it. I uh, I couldn't get off Terrace with blasters only. That's because you don't know how to build your stats. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> it can be done. Remember, we have all this um, trauma from when we first tried to play it with blasters and we couldn't get past the first room yeah because we were just doing our stats the wrong way you can do it you just gotta i just did all that de dexterity which is all blaster and i i i didn't <laughs> i couldn't do enough damage which was the issue because people run up on you regardless so as soon as a melee guy run up runs up on you you're fucked we you gotta well the dexterity is good because it increases your blaster attack and also your defense your uh not defense but ability to be hit um yeah evasion yeah Evasion. <laughs> oh, man. But. Welcome, Padilla. Welcome, Shinobi. Oh, I, uh, on, yo? I'm going so dark side. I killed Juhani. I said, fuck her. <laughs> I think uh, I usually do just because I'm sick of her bullshit and I don't want to hear her talk. I don't like her accent and the amount of dialogue you have to go through to get her on your party. I'm just like, it's not worth it. Well, you know, the. And I never the only use her. Who do you exactly, use? Exactly. After you get off Dantooine, who the fuck do you use? Well, honestly, I, I did use her. If I was doing light side, I always did her and um, Jacobi. Basila. Well, once she leaves. But it's Basila and Zalbar, and then you get, or excuse me, it's Basila and Candrus. And then when you find either Jolie or one of the other Jedi, no, it's, it's Basila like and Karth. Basila and Jolie. Fuck Karth, dude. I used Jolie and, and uh, the cat lady, yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. Oh, my God. Because they're they're both very different Jedi. <sighs> I know, but, like, wait, you just said that you use Bastila and Karth. When I'm on Terrace. But after Terrace? Uh, well, Bastila stays, yeah. So on Dantooine, I'm using Karth and uh, Zalbar. And then once I get the Tatooine, 
Um, I mean, long story short, it depends on if I'm if I'm light side or dark side. If I'm dark side, I'm doing Candorous and HK. Yeah. If I'm light side, I'm using like Basila and Jolie or Basila and Juhani. I never. I guess your Karth comment threw me off. Karth on Terrace, yeah. Yeah, I get rid of him as soon as I can, though. But I'm yeah. Candorous is way better. Like Mission's a throwaway character. She's just there to open up the fucking door. Yeah. And so is T three. I've never used T. There's no reason to use T three. Yeah, only when you're going through like those one or two bases where you need shit unlocked. Even then, I don't. I like. I unlock the door and then I switch my party and I walk the fuck in because I'm not going through anything with that douche. It's a it's a throwaway character. He's a cute little douche. But I killed uh, Jahani. I said fuck it. I will be your dude. Done. Get the fuck <laughs> off my screen, dude. I, I I talked mad shit to the council in that game. This this walkthrough. Yeah. Like it says, I trust in the Jedi. I don't really trust in the Jedi. I trust in the Jedi. Lie. And then I just lied my way through the whole fucking council thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! I'm like before? I'm like wreathing dark side. My face you can barely is, stand up straight. Oh you're yeah. so evil. <laughs> I'm oh. spitting blood everywhere. Well, now you got me excited to play it again. It's it's good. Actually. Yeah, it's it's one of those like outrageous games. See, this is one of the games that I don't feel bad doing dark side things because it's so outrageous. It's silly. Yeah, we've Where, talked about that. Whereas for Mass Effect, you're just like. Oh no! I have to like murder people. <laughs> yeah, I have to commit genocide. And everybody in order knows to get these renegade points. Everybody knows, and they all remember. And that's the thing about Mass Effect Two is you have to do everything in that one path in order to max out your renegade or your paragon. So like, you can't let anything pass. If you run up to some like little girl on the Citadel, you have to basically murder her in order to get your renegade points. Yeah, it's ruthless. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of, when is that? Um, has there been any news on that remaster? Of KOTOR? No. Oh, the first Mass Effect. Of Mass Effect. Mass Effect remaster. Also, I <gasps> need to... Did I say 2020? Oh, yeah. Oh, do you have? Oh, yeah. I didn't mean to touch base with uh, Butterclone because he's been playing through Andromeda, and I know we never played that. I played some of the um, multiplayer, but that was it. Multiplayer? What did you say? I stopped uh, buying games with uh, Butterclone a long time ago. <laughs> what would I mean? Buying games with him. He'd be like, oh, this game's the greatest game ever. And then like two weeks later, he's like, yeah, I, I either beat it or it's... Eh, I, I meant specifically because it was Mass Effect. I know. <laughs> I'd bought like a Dragon Age game with him and we played it for like 24 seconds. <laughs> what is happening? I just want like a... Like, is there going to be a thing? If I, think, I think it was just the tease. I guess we don't have any other news. Oh, it says uh, four major games through March 2021. We, do we have the E3 coming up? Uh, it's in June, I think, yeah. Oh, I thought it was in spring. Nine. It's in June. Anyways, the reason I brought that up is because um, Mass Effect. We never really gave Andromeda a chance. No. Well, it's, it's a like, se separate whole. But still, it's Mass Effect. It's true. Padilla saying Mass Effect and Andromeda, I enjoyed it. It has shortcomings, but it pretty good so yeah i just i never wanted to pay full price for it because i knew it would never live up but uh yeah i'll i'll throw 20 dollars down on it if i'm enjoying like a random game like far cry which still i'm just so balls deep in it and it's just taking forever in a good way yeah it's taking forever i feel like i do i'll sit there and play you for to take your time with it well i'll sit there and do like for three hours i'll just fucking grind away 
And it like at bank back at the main screen it'll show like the percentage of completion it'll go up like one percent yeah like two and a half and yeah. i'm like fucking three hours of my life and i can't budge this shit but um yeah yeah i don't yeah i'm down is there multiplayer in uh andromeda i'm sorry i'm distracted by michael here you some goddamn flat earth conspiracy motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> getting out here everything you buy is capitalist consumer culture you're being brainwashed by the corporations. Oh, he must be a lot smarter than me or something. I know. I should listen. <laughs> Bro, you should start a podcast. Mm. Yeah, so I'm... Uh, oh, I was listening to, to Rogan, and they were what talking were about aliens and UFOs and shit. Yeah. And he he said some line, I was like, dude, that's just the plot of Mass Effect. Holy shit. Like, other uh, spacefaring cultures might be way more advanced than us. And they know that Earth exists, and they look at us, and they're like, "These guys are still fucking around and yeah. killing each other." This they is, wouldn't even this understand. This is ridiculous. Yeah. And they just like leave us alone until we figure it out. But then one day, we figure it out, and then we have a war with the Turians, and then we earn our place in the galaxy. See, my thought is, I was like, "Dude, that's Mass Effect." Oh my god. My my thought is like Stonehenge wasn't even created by humans. It was created by another species that actually died out eventually. But it's like the Protheans, where it's 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 a used technology exactly. that we don't even understand. Same with the Sphinx and the pyramids and everything. None of that. Just the one in England. Dude, please. I've read about this. The it's Sphinx true. in England. No, 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 no. The no, Sphinx no, no, no. in England. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the theory Graham Hancock is talking about, is that there was a race, and it got wiped away. And the only thing we have left about their knowledge is those monuments that still survive, like Stonehenge and Gobekli Tepe. And the Great Pyramids are another example. And yeah, well, thing in Indonesia that's the same thing. They used to use some type of technology, lost technology that we don't have any idea about. Because I know that, like, even the uh, Aztec um, pyramids, there's like cross points on the Earth, and like there's positioned all over the place. And these these monuments and, and pyramids are like direct on these cross hash marks. Yeah, yeah. And it's like. Why or how? Like, is it easier to build goddamns on those things? Like the pyramid, the Great Pyramid is an exact representation of like the dimensions of the Earth, if you calculate it. Yeah. Like the the base and the height and everything, like exactly represents how big the Earth is. Mm -hmm. Constellations line up. It's crazy. It's a bunch of crazy shit. And also, why'd you say Aztec? Because <laughs> it's as it's Aztec-ish. Aztec. -y. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. I thought you were like trying to pluralize Aztec. The Aztecs. The Aztec. -y. Nubian. Eh. Ah, Nubian. <laughs> I'm Aztec knees. But yes, I do. Uh, I'm excited to go to the UK and I want to see Stonehenge. I want to see what it's all about. I don't know how close you can get to Stonehenge anymore. Yeah, I've heard you got to like go early and sneak in. Because <laughs> they don't let you like, there's like a tour and they have things roped off and you can't actually like get up to the goodness. Yeah. That's what I've heard. I don't know. I've never been. We'll see. We'll mm -hmm. see. Congratulations. We've received 100 messages. Thanks, Michael. You got you got us 30 over of them, the hump. 100 messages. 30 of them are middle finger memo emojis, but uh, <laughs> mimosas. 15 are about goddamn capitalist pigs. <laughs> uh, yeah. Capitalist pigs. So, yeah, off the gaming the gaming conversation. Um, yeah, Battlefront. It's been, it's been fun. I'm excited for Scarif <clears> next <throat> month. And I hope after this update, I hope they bring us... Not necessarily a new game mode. We need a new game mode. Yeah. I don't know. I like <clears throat> Supremacy now that it's not... There's some of the original trilogy maps where it's not specifically do conquest on the ground and then go to the ship. 
some of them don't have the ship in the loop at all, which I like. So it's just more conquest. It's like battlefield style. So I think just more maps, more more diversity, more stuff like that would be good. Diversity is always nice in Star Wars. What in the hell's diversity? Sorry. What in tarnation? What in taxation? I was going through those. It was on my feed. What an invasion. What an invasion. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen those for a while. Those are fun, dude. I was wetting myself for like three hours making those. One of them was uh, what an hallucination. And it was <laughs> it was Luke on Hoth and Ghost Ben had the hat. <laughs> what an hallucination. I wish I could. How do I find those easily? Are they on like our Facebook or our Twitter or something? It was today. Oh, fuck. On, uh, well, I shared it today like years ago. I shared it years ago. Go find it. One day again. <laughs> what manipulation? Yes. What an interrogation. These are so funny. Who put the hat on the on the interrogation bot? I don't know if you guys remember this meme, but Jesus. What in humiliation? <laughs> Sorry. What in Tashi Station? What in duplication? Look at all those hats. Show these to the screen. <laughs> what? what? I can't even read it. What in fertilization? <laughs> These are really good. What in crustacean? What in levitation? <laughs> what in taxation? <laughs> Frustration. <laughs> what in evaporation? It's on a moisture evaporator. <laughs> like some of this shit just works so well. Oh, what in altercation? What in meditation? Exclamation. Relation. Relation. Declaration. Decapitation. <laughs> Uh, a little trip down memory lane. Hallucination. That's my favorite. You, the hat's just like barely floating. I know you want. Good old meme days. <laughs> I used to be really good at memes. Back when I used to. What happened? Am I a boomer now? How do you become a boomer? <laughs> you can't. You can't. <laughs> you touched at birth and you are a boomer for life. I've boomed. I've done the booming. <laughs> Boom before. I've been to the boom boom. I'm hip. I'm with it. Uh, <laughs> so good. Oh, I don't know if I told you this, but last time I watched Austin Powers, I was laughing at how many times Austin is about to be unfrozen and Basil is just looking at the other guys and just like confirming that it's like in progress. <laughs> like they're just waiting for him to like finish pissing and he looks over, he's just like, Yep. Like 47 times. That's awesome. Do we want to drop the bomb? I think you probably already heard about it, but yes. That's all right. I don't give. We're all globalist shills. Mike, you need to shut the fuck up, bro. <laughs> You're fucking putting a damper on everything that's ever existed. No one. Jesus Christ. So let's drop the bomb. This here. is not the Matrix. All right, we're episode, talking about the bomb. Episode nine. The novelization. Yes. There was a... So I did take a screenshot here. So is it out or was it out in like different areas and somebody got a little sneaky peek? Yeah. So I guess like pre-orders or pre-pre-orders, some like pre... Pre-intent to maybe order it at some point. Could happen. <laughs> someone wrote something down on some cardboard and sent it out somewhere. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so someone got uh, basically a pre-release of this book. Um and in the book, I guess, so that immediate scene when Kylo walks in and meets Palpy for the yes. first time, yes. there's, I guess, a description from Kylo's point of view. 
Um, and he's looking around at all the vials and the scientific bullshit and the dead Snokes and all this. Uh, <laughs> it says, uh, what could you give me? Kylo asked. Emperor Palpatine lived uh, after a fashion. Everything. <laughs> Everything. And whatever you need, baby. Uh, and Kylo f- could feel in his very bones that this clone body sheltered the Emperor's actual spirit. It was an imperfect vessel, though. Unable to contain his immense power, it couldn't ma- last much longer. Ba ba ba! That's insane. So, Emperor Palpatine, that's how he lived. Is he basically essence transferred into another clone of himself? I mean, that's kind of a big deal. Yeah, I guess, I guess, I guess, I guess, I guess. Hang on. Let me see if I can find a little passage of that so we can see. Why is CNET having an article about this? Isn't yeah. it a computer review site? Fucking Christ. So, yeah, and I'm this I don't think this is like leak or I'm sorry, this isn't like fan fiction. This isn't theories. This is in the novelization. Here's the that, quote from the from the fucking thing. There you go. There you go. Great. Yeah. What could it. you give me? So he's looking around, peered closer, apparatus. So um when he'd studied the Clone Wars as a boy. Hmm. So he's noticing some some of the similarities of uh, like the technologies that are keeping this body alive. Um Maybe we should do some research ourselves. Maybe they're like pulling some of these technologies from like episode two, like the clone facilities. Well, there's one good thing I do like about this is then I would like to see some connection between the Clone Wars and what happens after the Clone Wars. Like we got that little tease with that um, Imperial agent that had like Kamino logos on in Mandalorian who's trying to get baby Yoda. So maybe there is some connection there and I would like to see that played out in some of the extra canon stuff that we're going to get on the surface it just is like they pulled it from those old comics and i'm just like eh, i don't know then again if palpatine fell down the chute died and the death star blew up like five minutes later there's really no chance for any of his cronies to like rescue him and then like animate his body back to life so i guess clone is probably the most sensical thing that sounds ridiculous to say look but- I I feel like <clears throat> a lot of what's happening with Star Wars is they're trying to cover their own ass. Where if people didn't like some something or some some character or some decision, that they go back and try to um, uh, retcon stuff. Yeah. And I don't think it's necessary to retcon shit like this. Like, why do we have to explain exactly how and why Palpatine's back? I think if the fact that Palpatine's back in the first place is pretty massive. So I do like the fact that they are explaining it. I thought they already did explain it. I thought it was, his body was reanimated by the Sith sorcerers. This does, though, make sense why Palpatine is not in the visual dictionary at all. Probably because they were waiting to write up how he was back. And they cut it out of that book. And they were delaying this book because they were trying to decide what they wanted to write. You know what I mean? Yeah, JJ's well, like, oh, I'm just doing all this shit. And then the story group has to be like, 
all right, well, let's take this. We'll put this there. We'll make Palpatine a clone. We'll write this part over here. And it takes time for them to, like, you know, kind of figure it out. Oh, nice. There you go. Yeah, <clears throat> I just... I don't know if it's necessary. Necessary? I don't know if it's necessary either. No, and I agree that because like one of the biggest shortcomings of the expanded universe was the whole clone shit wrapped around Palpy that they did 40 books on. He's back again. Now he's blonde and really buff. <laughs> You're like, Jesus, this is a strong Palpy. Look at the abs on him. Wait, wasn't that the Luke? Luke with two U's. Wasn't that the really buff, blonde, strong guy? Or am I making that up? There was a clone of Luke, too, with an extra U. Luke. Are you serious? I thought you were the one that told me that. It was a clone of Luke, and it's just L-U-U-K-E. Whoa. So you know they're different. Luke, he's different. Although, anytime Obi-Wan refers to Luke, he just is he the clone or is he the regular <laughs> one? I can't tell. Is he just slurring his words? Luke. <laughs> Luke. You're Luke. a clone. Don't Grab. go. Grab me another ah, one. Rah, rah, rah. Oh, Jesus. Hang on. I have something to do right now. Guys, hang on. I don't know how to do this, though. See, hang on. Give me a second. Everybody, <laughs> entertain entertain these Oh, people. so, yeah, one day I woke up. And I was all of a sudden a Star Wars fan. Mm. What a crazy story. Dookie dookie. <laughs> no, seriously, tell people about your life. You got, a, <laughs> you got a backwards black hat on. What else is going on? Well, mm -hmm. not much. I got to get home to watch The Bachelor. Oh, yeah. You were talking about that Chip, last chop, time. chip. We're getting to the last two episodes. We got to get home to play some Battlefront. And I got to order a goddamn pizza. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. I, got, I would like that. Always down for some Romeos. Hey, uh, Ooh, I yeah. was I was in Akron, Canton. No, Medina. Yeah. Close enough. Close enough. Uh, last week, and I ordered Georgino's. Georgino's? Something up there. Georgino's? Holy fuck. Good if, stuff. If I found one that's better than Romeo's. Really? I mean, they're different types of pizzas, but holy shit, was it good. Yeah, I've on been, top of it. I've been digging on um, Brenz, B-R-E-N-Z. There's only one, I think, in Columbus, and it's over at Lennox. Um, but it it's like Brenz, B-R-E-N-Z. Oh, okay. But it's like um, Pizza Primo style. It's like thin crust, but it's not too thin like Donato's. It's like got a little bit of fluff to it. Yeah. Nice and crispy. Yeah. Like that uh, Flyers stuff that you ordered that one day. Flyers is good. It's, it's kind of like that, yeah. It's cheap, yeah. Yeah, other than that, not shit. Oh, the fucking local uh, little grocery store shutting down, pissing me off. <laughs> Which one is that? The little Fresh Eats. There's a little like half Kroger that was less than a half. It was like a half mile down the street. Oh, I never the been gas station. A hell of a beer selection. Real convenient. Went down there. Um, shutting down. So that's a bummer. So now you gotta go all the way to what Kroger, Giant Eagle. Yeah, good Kro old Kroger's, Eagle. Kroger Marketplace down on uh, Hamilton, which is like 15 minute drive. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Yeah, I don't know what else is going in there. Well, I gotta go down to German Village for ours. So equally as to that Kroger. It's the closest thing. Or I go up to Lennox and go to Target. Yeah. Yeah. It's the closest thing. Uh, where do you guys get your groceries at? Where do you guys like your pizzas eaten? Like this video and hit subscribe to tell us where you get your groceries.
James, no, it wasn't uh, Giordano's. It Giordano's. was something along. It, it wasn't that, but it was something along those lines. So. Giordano. Goo goo goos. Hey, goo goo. <clears throat> I was trying to figure out how to uh, boot somebody out of a chant room, but can't exactly find. Uh, I think you just yell into the ether. Michael, the shut up. The globalists will take care of it. So. Ready, shut the fuck up. What the fuck is the internet? Uh, what else is going on? What else? Uh, what else? I hate when comedians do that. What else? Uh, what else is going on? What, what else is kind of funny? Uh, what else? Uh, what else? Uh, yeah. What else is going on? Mm. That shit. Participants. Man, I have had I've had an itching to play uh, classic video games. I almost linked up. Uh, NES the other day. It's such a hassle. Video games have come so far. What are you trying to do? Well, I deleted the message on <laughs> There you go. Whatever. Fuck it. You're distracting me. Play it out. So Kylo Ren is still alive. That's not true. That's impossible. People fucking wish it was true. That's that's for sure. That's the, I tried to go. I've deleted Twitter because I'm just kind of over it for right now. And I logged back on to see if I missed any news about um, Clone Wars coming back. You haven't. All I see is just Ben Solo. Ben Solo. Ben Solo. Ben Solo. Ben Solo should have lived. Ben Solo should have lived. Save Ben Solo. Resurrect Ben Solo. Bring Ben Solo back. That's all. Wait, I from episode see. nine? Yeah. People want them to rewrite it or like have them go to the world between worlds and like somebody Ray rescues Ben Solo or something like that and bring him back. So. Kill him off, man. I loved him. Kill me him too. off. Yeah, me too. <laughs> should have cut him in half. Someone needed to lose a limb and no one did. And that's why this sequel's the, or this prequel, this, <laughs> this trilogy is the shittiest. Just to make sure. Um. Yeah, did, no one did lose a limb, did they? You know that that's actually a, a cool. That was like the Star Wars trope was getting your hand cut off. Yeah, that was actually a cool idea of like almost everybody who had limbs, who had lost limbs or had mechanical <clears throat> uh, whatevers. Yeah, did so or had them because they fell to the dark side for a little bit. Like, Luke gets pissed and's like, fucking hammering away at Vader, and then he gets his hand cut off because he fucking fell to the dark side in, in a little bit in episode five. Mm, interesting. Anakin, same thing. I can jump much higher than you expect, and he jumps and gets cut in half. <laughs> I want to sub change the subtitle. <laughs> <laughs> I can jump much higher than you thought. But uh, and then you look at people like Vader, who are just like fuck. They're not even human anymore. There's more machine now than man. I can jump much higher than you expect. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, and like Grievous, like yeah. there's he's not a being anymore. Right. He's just a fucking calculative dickhead. Calculative dickhead. Maybe that should be the title of the episode. Let's put it in the fucking contestant pool. Contestant pool. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what that means. What do you say? 
Speculative? No. What'd you say? Calculative. Calculative. Calculative dickhead. Watto is the speculative dickhead. Speculating on races and slave prices. Half <laughs> off! <clears throat> yeah, so somebody should have lost a fucking hand. That's for sure. Ben. Like, the closest thing was... Ben, well, ben gets his scar, then it heals later. Then it moves. <laughs> no, it moves before it heals. Oh, yeah, it moves. And then he has the digital Band-Aid, and then it heals. Digital Band-Aid. And then Ray takes it away altogether. Where's, hey, this, where's the sex scene, too? Jesus, if we ever... How many, how many hours of Star Wars do we have to watch to see a tit? <laughs> There's a little bit, a brief little tit. A green one in Return in of the six. Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We do see, I think, almost under butt cheek on Leia in episode six as well. That's the most skin we get. I was chatting with uh, one of our buddies, Dustin, who was on a couple episodes ago. We were talking about Battlefront and skins, and he's like, why isn't Slave Leia a skin? I was like, people wouldn't get anything done. She'd just be running around. Everyone would just stop shooting and just stare at Princess Leia, running around in Slave Leia skin. I do absolutely love her uh, Hoth skin. It's a cool, I like, I don't know what it is. I love her dungaroos running around. I like the ba- uh, Bausch one the best. For sure. I like, I like the Hoth one the best. The fr- I don't like episode four that like, just like, just put the this- gown. Yeah. It's interesting because it's classic. Same as like farm boy Luke. Like I, I do not like Luke, but there's something nice about seeing him in that skin, running around tattooing, slicing people up. It just is like a nostalgia thing. I just like how functional episode five garb is. Like yeah, Hans Garb. It makes sense. Yeah. I just like it. <laughs> yeah, we were making fun of Luke's utility belt a couple episodes ago. Like, his, his outfit's just like, why? Who did that to you? Who did that? <laughs> <laughs> what is your uncle forcing you to wear? What, if there's no... What lies did he tell you? If there's no bras or underwear, is Luke and uh, Obi Kenobi freeballing it? There's no other way to go, man. That's the first thing they teach you is a Padawan. No underwear. Gonna be breezy when you do all these force jumps. <laughs> you have to actually use the force to keep your underoos in check. Make sure nobody sees your your goodies. Yeah, it's true. Maybe the underwear is like built into the uh, pants, like swim trunks, <laughs> space trunks, space trunks. That's another good episode title option. We're just going to have 12 episode titles. <laughs> well, if we never say anything funny on the next episode, at least I have something banked. Gardening 101. <laughs> Space trunks. I have a, a text thread with myself, and it's just the episode titles. Like That's all it is. What are some other good ones? Hooray today. <laughs> Midnight cloaker. Angle it up high. Pits, Pits and tits. <laughs> Anyways. That's awesome. Have you played um, Fallen Order more than once? And I won't. Sorry. I know. That's the biggest atrocity that they did in their own game is just making it not replayable. Well, it's not replayable because there's not enough variety. You don't make big decisions. There are zero decisions you make in the game. That's the biggest thing holding that back. Yeah. Otherwise, it's a beautiful game. It's fun to play. Well, it was fun to play. Which they could easily fix with just like a little bit of DLC. Yeah. You know? They've gotten success with Battlefront, being able to basically revitalize the game. That is a pretty crazy success story. I was watching a video on how many things have really changed since the launch. 
they talked about the backlash of the um, the beta and then the launch and then how many things have changed in the past two years. And it's a completely different game, basically. Battlefront 2, you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. So with like the right amount of focus and, and updates and things, like you can really turn things around. A- aside from them having to make a Fallen Order 2. Like anything they would want to change in a, a sequel, they could just make as DLC. I mean, realistically, I want both. That's Keep true. doing updates with that shit and then give me some RPG shit. Not for that game. It's not that kind of, not that style. Well, RPG shit separately. Like in a different oh, a game. Different game. I see what you mean. I thought you meant a DLC and a sequel. The same Make time. things better. <laughs> Do things properly the first time. <laughs> Maybe you know, we'll I, get Knights of the High Republic. We'll see. You know, I, I heard people, people are going to shit on anything, but uh, like people were Not unless you're Mike. shitting on Star Wars and the fact that they did reshoots or, you know, they, they made different Everybody edits. That, well, first of all, yes. Second of all, did you want them to release an even shittier version? <laughs> I do love how that's the criticism. They made it better. Why did they spend <laughs> the time to make it better? I wanted to watch the bad version. They fixed it. Why? They fixed it before I saw it. I want to see the bad stuff first. Yeah. Go on. Sorry. But outside of actually like firing, which they did, they fired two directors. Which we can talk about shortly with the uh, the leaked script for episode nine. So, yeah, I mean. Shinobi, play Battlefront tonight. Do it now. It's hard to say because. I will guide you. Like, the script is one thing, but putting that script on screen and making it work is a whole nother thing. So even if you read the script and you're like, dude, yes, I want all of that. Making it flow as a movie is a whole nother, like... Yeah. Why do you think fan fiction doesn't get... Can't get made? Yeah. It's unrealistic stuff that you, you know, that you want, that you dream about. Cloners! Damn good ones, too. They're okay. You just have eyeballs all over. This one has 12 of them. This one came out like a Twi'lek. Whoops. We didn't make helmets for Lekus. Not equipped for that. Django what must if, have been getting freaky. My what bad. if the clones turn and there was like an Order 77 and it was like kill everyone that's not a clone and then there was a whole galaxy of people that looked exactly the fucking same. Are there female versions of the clone? No, because they cloned a male. Yeah, but they could clone whoever. Have you the fuck ever watched Jurassic won, Park? But they didn't. Life finds a way. Oh, I see. So Django Fett's still alive, and some no, some, some I'm certain saying because they they they've birthed only females in the park in Jurassic Park, but the they put uh, the missing DNA they filled in with a frog, which can like change sexes. Right. So that's what happened. So I feel like yeah, I know the plot of Jurassic Park. Yeah, have you seen it? No. <laughs> Do it. But you're talking about... They, I feel like... They didn't mix anyone else's DNA, though. They just sped up the aging process. Does Django have a sister? It's just Django. Does Django have a sister? I don't know. Unconfirmed until they make a sister. Does he kiss her? We need a comic book exploring this entire possibility. I need to know. How... Well, I mean, as it sits right now, it is already kind of an alternate universe. What? The expanded universe but uh legends yeah legends would you I be like mad how they did that though. would you be mad if they did alternate universe movies mm, 
explored that? Because I feel hard like to say until it's done, but probably. I mean, the movies are such an ordeal to make, and there's so few of them compared to books, comics, or shows that I feel like I wouldn't want them fiddling around with that, you know, three hundred million dollar budget just to make something that's not canon. I mean, it's almost it's near impossible because if you did an alternate universe, one, you'd have to get different characters. So it's already going to be different anyways. So well, isn't the point of an alternate universe to do a different take on the same story? I don't know. Like, <laughs> well, I guess my point is, let's say. Like if they did episode seven, but it was a totally different story. And it was 10 years after Return of the Jedi. And it was Luke and a new Jedi Order. Like that's an alternate take on. I guess my point is like maybe Ray wouldn't be born. Like if if. In episode three, Anakin wasn't cut in half. He did kill Obi-Wan. And all that was left was Yoda. You're talking like the What If series or yeah. something like that. Yeah. That's well, something that's they're supposed to be. It's an alternate universe. I thought you meant like doing movies about Legends material. Oh, no. I meant like an actual, let's, let's make something different and go fucking forward. Gotcha. Yeah, they're supposed to be doing that for Marvel as a series on Disney+. Plus. It's just like... Uh, what if Loki and Thor weren't brothers? Fuck around with that. See, I fucking love it. It'd be pretty cool. Yeah. And they, sh- they should just make it like a non-canon series. Dude, you could do live action of that shit. I think we'll see some more interesting takes now that we do have Disney+. Plus. I think they'll be a little more flexible with throw 50 mil at this and see what happens. You know what I mean? <laughs> it must be nice. As opposed to like saying, you know, The Last Jedi had a budget of like half a billion dollars. That's so much. That's it was so a lot. Much. It was. I think it was pushing five hundred million. It's still about doubled its money, though. More than doubled. Really? I thought it only hit a billion. Let's see. Check. Check the stats. My brain doesn't work. Hey, Jamie, can you bring that up? That higher number. Pull that up. Jamie, pull that up. Oh, I quit. Safari. Come back. Last Jedi budget in box office. Let's see what we get. Box yeah. office mojo. So the budget was 318, 317. Oh, why did I think it was like... You're wrong. Half a bill. Yeah, you were way the fuck off. Sorry, guys. Not even I'm close. I'm making shit up. I swear in that fucking uh, documentary that they said it was... Maybe that was with the marketing. It was half a billion. Isn't that in part of the budget? Marketing... No, marketing's separate. This is production budget. Oh. Marketing's usually close to... It's close to double when you throw the marketing in. Anyways, worldwide it made one point three three billion. It's a lot of fucking money for a movie. That's so much money. But the Force Awakens hit two billion. That's, they could fund a country with that shit. <laughs> yeah, they could. That's and they are. That's true. Galaxy's Edge. You ever seen that list of like countries ranked by gross domestic product or whatever? mixed in with corporations yeah. and like by uh, money that they bring in Walmart makes more money than almost every country on earth which just, doesn't just even make one sense. company it's like what the hell are you talking about yeah so anyways have you watched uh, Avatar since Disney Plus has been out no Jesus Christ why would I do someone that? tried to come up at me and be like you watch Avatar or Disney Plus that's pretty good I was like I don't have the time for this conversation <laughs> why but, Did you mean to talk to me? Well, it's one of those things where I only saw it once, 
and I want to watch it again to see if it was as like average as I thought it was. I feel I like it deserves a rewatch. I didn't think it was. I thought it was above average. I thought it was interesting. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> Let's leave it at that. Okay. It was fine. I want to talk about it Walk anymore. Walk with this movie. Still been cranking through Boy Meets World, though. No, I haven't. Disney Plus has been shut off. I have. Oh, you have. That's what I, yeah, I have been cranking That's through Topangus? Boy Meets World. Is she in it yet? Topangus. Yeah, she's in the third episode. <laughs> I've been skipping around. I've been watching like, you know, like six or eight episodes per season. I'm not going to sit there and watch 150 episodes of Boy Meets World. Mm-hmm. I so I've been I've been skipping around a little bit, but it's fun. Good good old nostalgia. And then we watched um Brink. Okay, Mom. Brink? Brink. Yeah, all, those, all those Disney Channel movies are on there. I gotta watch some Smart House. Brink and Motocrossed. Johnny Tsunami. Johnny Tsunami. Yeah. Um Brink. Alright, so what else what else? We have the main discussion of of this evening. I haven't read it. Was the script, the Trevorrow script that came out like five weeks ago that's how far behind the times we are yeah i just some of the plot points and some of the settings i would have really liked to see so did you read a a summary or did you watch a summary or anything no i didn't what did you see i watched uh mr sunday had a recap on it and then some other youtube channel had a recap on the script just walking through the steps the major plot points are i think kylo ended up being or Palpatine was in it as like a hologram and Kylo seeks out the person that taught Palpatine like the Sith some ancient Sith person that's like 5,000 years old that was Palpatine's master at some point Kylo goes to him to seek power and he does end up finding a holocron on Mustafar that like leads him the way so there's a lot of like overlap but yeah I don't know I just the fact that Palpatine had some other master that wasn't Plagueis. I feel like if there's going to be some epic mastermind behind the entire plot of the Skywalkers, I would rather it be Palpatine than some mythic 5,000-year-old creature that we've never met to throw that into the last movie. Yeah. No, I agree. Like I said, the things that I liked were the settings more. Like, going back to Coruscant is so cool. That would have been cool. And it's just, like, fitting. I don't know. And the more I think about it, like it's kind of an outrageous claim that first of all, I know that like Death Star 2 blows up and you see a bit of it float out. But for it to be like still whole and land nicely and like and still like be a something to burn through an atmosphere and do all this shit and everything's like, oh yeah, I, I, I placed this here. It's just it's right here now. Like, it just fell, like, two feet. Like, yeah. no, this whole shit should just be underwater and just destroyed and, like, fucking gone. Yeah. But I'm not... Uh, it's a movie. I get it. But it, there are some things, like... If something that size struck this world, there would be a crater. Half the world would be gone. Well, there is a section about that in the um, Visual Dictionary, how it says the Death Star wreckage falling on that moon fucked up the entire, like, ecosystem of that moon. They do kind of mention that. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. See, they always prove me wrong. But yeah, it is pretty ridiculous. It's it's crazy. Well, that's one of the criticisms about JJ doing this, though, is that he kind of ignored a lot of the stuff that was being set up or like was existing in canon, and he just like kind of made the movie. And now Lucasfilm and the story group have to like kind of fit what he did into other shit. 
Yeah. And they kind of rework it by writing some background of stuff that he chose to do in the movie. That's one criticism of it, which I can understand. I mean, it'd be, it would suck if, like, you're in the story group at Lucasfilm and you've been working for, like, six years towards this very interesting arc with Mortis or whatever the hell it might be. And then JJ's just like, well, I can't do any of that anymore, so Palpatine's back. You know, the more and more I sit here and stew on this shit, Move. the fact I'm still caught on the fact that Palpy's was a clone in episode nine. And I guess like in the quote or whatever, Kylo notices that the clones like physical properties are giving out because Palpatine's so strong. So are we suggesting that like he is trying to take over Ray or Kylo because their bodies can take it? Why you just not clone yourself, a fucking hundred-year-old white dude that's never done a push-up, clone a fucking savage, and go into his body? Why are you waiting around for a smoke show? Fucking vegan clone. I've always wanted to be a girl. <laughs> Unlimited power. Empire's not really hot on the... Trans surgery. So. I've always wanted a midriff. <laughs> Fuck. Well, think about it. He probably, as he was setting the contingency up when he was still alive, I mean, obviously made clones of himself. I feel like that's the most obvious choice, right? I'm sure we'll learn more in a, a new book that's basically rewriting the Dark Empire. Um, oh, yeah. Snobby's already, already correcting me, even in his drunkenness. Specifically, Ray, because... <laughs> Uh, she already had his power, but I guess my my point is like, True. I I like his being was too powerful for the body that he made. But he couldn't do that at first when he died. Ray wasn't even born. I know, but I guess my point is, when you take over someone, aren't you, like isn't her body strong because of her will? Her will strong, but like a body's still gonna crumble under immense power. Not if it's like Jason Momoa body. That's, we're <laughs> Bodies, the same way that his spirit is stronger than most other spirits that could be out there, because he's an absolute savage. Body's the same way. Yeah, his I guess body was already pre-fucked by Mace Windu shooting the lightning back at him. Though. You know, it would be really so he cloned a faulty ass body in the first place. Sorry to cut you off. You know, it would be really. Terrible to put on screen, but like cool as a theory is Naked if he tried to transfer into Ray and she like fought him off and the body that he exited gave out. So he kind of just like, I'm just trying to think like there would have been Ooh, nothing, yeah. nothing to attach himself to. So he would have been like kind of lost and that like almost would have made or some shit. Yeah. That would have been cool. But that, like, I don't know how you visually do that on screen. Like her, her like, cause she already fought off Kylo in episode seven. Yeah. 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 So that's like the seeds Trying are planted, mind, mind and then he tries to yeah. do it, and she's like, I'm not going to hate you. Oh, Fuck yeah, off. that'd be cool. You know how the scene in um, Order of the Phoenix, when Snape is trying to teach Harry to, like, protect his mind, and he keeps going into his memories to, like, train him to try to block yeah, his yeah. mind off yeah. from Voldemort? Some some kind of imagery like that would have been cool. Palpatine's trying to, like, take over her body, and she's resisting it. Huh. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Well, and she naturally resists it. But they're she's, a dyad, she's... so he's all fucking horny about trying to get a new body. His granddaughter? Yeah. Yeah, they, they're up for anything in Star Wars. He gets turned on <laughs> by power. It doesn't matter who it is. 
Yeah. Palpatine's a freak. Yeah, I just, you know. What? Tell me all about the, it. Well, just the clone idea in general and how far they took it. And I know the seeds were planted 25 minutes into the fucking first movie ever made. The Clone Wars. Back in the Clone Wars. And then let's fucking make three movies about it. And fucking seven seasons of a cartoon. <laughs> and there's a whole. Two seasons of another cartoon. Yeah. And there's EU trilogies or box sets. There's what? What else do you need? A box set of Dark Empire. No, of the cloners. Clone Commando. Said EU box sets. Sorry, my mind rambles. What do you want? I know, just what you, saying, I, know, I know what you mean. That's the cool thing about Star Wars is they can go to that extent, but you might have gone too far. I think what you're trying to say is that they had this whole thing planned out from the beginning. It might have seemed a little more smooth. And the, not just the sequel trilogy, just in general. You know, they could have... I guess my point is, I would have been more okay with it if they would have canonized, like, an issue of cloning Force Sensitives or something. Like, there's the the will or something. It doesn't... The balancer would be... Like, you could just explain it however the fuck you want, but, like, there should have been, like, an issue. We tried, we tried it with so many... And that's why all the Snokes failed. Like it just, it, it's not possible to clone because the midichlorians fight back. Or you could make it however the fuck you want. It's just the fact that we got to uh, we're we're just cloning Force sensitives. There should be a fucking army of Palpatines out there. There should be an army of Vaders out there. Well, it can't house the midichlorians or whatever. Obviously, spread Palpatine's will over a thousand. I think that's the one thing good that's going to come from be- that being put into the book is that. You can't clone a Force-sensitive because they will overtake the body. The body can't hold that kind of power. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm stepping on my own feet That's there, why he's, like, yeah. decapitating himself. That's well, not he's, right he's not even Decrepit. living. He's, Decrepit. He's yeah. still attached to the fucking thing, making him live. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Shinobi got me thinking about something interesting. He says, um, the theory that in Return of the Jedi, Sidious had the intention for Luke to strike him down so he could take over his body, yeah. which I think we've mentioned... But it didn't really cue into my head until now that Sidious set up this entire plan of Anakin being his apprentice. And Anakin fucks up his plan by being almost decapitated, and now he's a robot. So the normal rule of two that's supposed to keep passing on thousands of years, he can't do it because Anakin decided he could jump higher than people (laughs) expect and got his fucking limbs cut off. So now he has a half stump to transfer into which isn't going to work so that throws everything else out of whack and then he has to find these different avenues to finish his plan of you know sith domination yeah let's try the clones let's try another chosen one let's try banging and having a kid let's see how that works he has to go all all these uh contingencies i need another vessel it's really interesting well and if we're gonna assume the fact that this was several sith I am all the Sith. Like they're like all fighting for power within one vessel. It got to cumbersome, and the the physical bodies were given out because there's so much power, and it just needs to be released. Yeah. Savage. See, there are beautiful things about them not planning it out. Is that you can find interesting ways to connect these dots, which I'm a fan of. I think we'll look back in five years and say like the sequel trilogy as a saga was was pretty fucking solid. You'd be awesome and brutal. Tell me about it. Let's say, and not the Yuzhong Vong. Let's say something comes in from outside of the galaxy and is a big threat to the universe. But what 
is happening is they, they have some type of, let's just call it a serum, that kills midichlorians immediately. And they're wiping out, let's just say they have goddamn sensors and they can, beep, 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 you're fucking... Uh, and they got a syringe. You're everybody. force. You're force sensitive. Right in the butt. Put your pants down. Well, I'm just saying, like some mutant shit from yeah Marvel. Yeah, we're scared of these people. They're more powerful <laughs> than us. They're making decisions for us. We don't know. They're not. They're not us. Like, let's get rid of these people. And like, that's what I'm saying. Like, a third party comes in, suggests this to the universe, and people are like half on board because they're well. First of all, the Jedi don't have the greatest PR right now. It's true. Let's get rid of these fuckers and, you know, let's let's live our own lives and make decisions for ourselves cuz that always works out. I'm just I'm just thinking like let's apply some crazy shit, like let's really put some stress on the galaxy. This uh this high-level Jedi versus Sith stuff's fun and it's been, always been really cool, but like let's like attack people personally. Like people are being wiped out by because of a political view in, in Star Wars, like that would be sweet. I see what you mean, but I also would say that that's how Star Wars has always been set up. It's that it's very small numbers of powerful Jedi and Sith are being paralleled by like the political establishment or the military establishment that's like on their side. So like you have Luke and you have Vader, they're representations of the rebels and the Empire. You know what I mean? So it's always been both throughout all the Star Wars Just eras. What I'm saying is more death. Kill people. Death and destruction really is all we need in Star Wars. I agree with that. We get, we get more murder at the end of Episode 3 and at the end of Rogue One than all the other ones put together. That's why those are the best ones. According to this to me. fuck right here. That's right. More genocide. I want to see a headless youngling haunting the, the steps. Can we get that? Leave a comment on this video. How much genocide do you want to see in Star Wars? Can we get that, though? 2022 Star Wars should just be the genocide. Can we get, like, a, a nearly headless Nick, but it'd be, like, nearly headless youngling, and he's been cut in half pretty bad, Dewey, and he's haunting the steps of the Jedi temple? Ghosts? But in a bad way? <laughs> Because we do have force ghosts. Oh, that was one other thing about the script that I said. Um, let's see, nearly headless young thing. Um, that I wasn't a huge fan of is that it had some scene where force ghost Luke, Ben, and Yoda material, not materialize, but like they come back to help Ray in a duel with someone. That's bad. And I know going into nine, we kind of said we wanted something like that. But now that I've seen the movie, I think the way they did it with the voices was very tasteful. Wisdom. And having having all those people back on screen as a force ghost would have just been It's it terrible. Been I, overkill. I always hated that. It it's was overkill your master. You know what You've not always hated that. I can go back to the archives. You can. And you always said, I wanna I want a Jedi a Force Ghost Jedi Council. I said, fuck that. I don't believe you. You're incorrect. I don't believe you. Anybody want to be an intern? You can go back through all of our old episodes and decide where Mopar is wrong. Don't do that. <laughs> um, yeah, I just like the, the the political stress. And I know it, it. a lot of what Star Wars does is mirror all the shit, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But like the stress of being a human in the Mass Effect galaxy. Mm -hmm. Like 
people look down to you when you're human because you're a uh, fucking less than. Yeah. Why don't we have anything like that? Like, do people look down? I feel like we probably do. To the, the woos. Anyone that's not human, I guess. I don't know. Shouldn't they all team up and kill? The, I'll kill all humans? Probably. I know I said that, Padilla, but he also agreed with me is what I'm saying about the Force Ghost Council. He agreed. I know it. I know it to no, be true. I said I, I never. searched my feelings. No, I never wanted that. That's a terrible idea. Fuck all of you. Well, all right, that's enough. Good day, Galaxy. Sign up by Battlefront. Pizza. P-I-Z-Z-A. Have you Wait. seen that shit? Oh, <laughs> it's like some old Mary Kate and Ashley video from when they were like three. They were singing songs about pizza. Mm. You have to watch it to know. Um, Look it up. Look up Mary Kate and Ashley pizza. Pizza. It's a song. Oh no, I, I know what you're talking about. P i z z a. Pizza. They're having a slumber party and they're like, "What do you guys want? Pizza?" And then it cuts and they walk out of the kitchen with a tray of Chinese food. <laughs> what? <laughs> and then they sing a song about pizza. Like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Remember when we were over your house with DNR and you guys made a frozen pizza? And, or you guys made a pizza and then me and, like, Ryan made another pizza, but we had to use cheddar cheese? Yeah, we ran out of the mozzarella and you guys tried to use cheddar and it was, like, the worst. We, I got, like, sick time. so hard. <laughs> <laughs> it was the nastiest pizza it was ever. Disgusting. Oh, my God. Okay. Good day, Galaxy. Thank you all, except for um, whatever that dude's name was. Globalist shill. Uh, oh, all of his stuff disappeared because we blocked him. Mike, Mike, Alex Jones, someone. Mike Jones. Uh, good day, Galaxy Works Watching Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. <clears throat> that was it. If you want to join us on Battlefront on Xbox, uh, please do that, and we will play it. Please send your loose change in the mail to a random address. Yes, send your empty uh, beer cans to us, please. We can cash in. And buy more midichlorians. <laughs> buy more midichlorians.